Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Twitter world. You know, for years, people have been able to say whatever they want to say about me with no accountability. But now I get to challenge a lot of that BS and set the record straight. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B-I-G. Hey, Twitter world, this is yours truly. Now, coming soon to Twitter, you'll get to read all my thoughts and opinions on just about everything. Now, there's a lot of fake OJ accounts out there, so this one, at the real OJ32, is the only official one. So, it should be a lot of fun. I got a little getting even to do. So, God bless. Take care. Going back to TV, have you seen the People vs. OJ Simpson? Such a beloved icon to kind of end his life like that. I mean... I mean, he's still alive, but... Floundering is worse than silence. And now... There they are. Hey, buttholes! Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It's Monday morning, the 17th of June. I had my testicles crushed in a very painful way this weekend. (laughs) Oh! Man, that's... It's not the way you want to start. Never good. Never good. I went over to my mother-in-law's house. I took Linus over for a little play date with her dogs. And she's got a puppy who's a big dog, who never stops moving. I don't know why that dog's battery never runs out, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I've never seen that dog, forget sleep, I've never seen that dog stop moving. It's a whirling dervish. And she was, who knows if she was excited to see me or if she was just bouncing off everything, but she just came up and just socked me right in the nuts. Just crushed them. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, wasn't fun. No. I'll tell you that. You think you can still have kids? I don't think so. I think that those days are gone. I mean, it was just, it was dust. Mm. It's all that was left was dust falling out of the bo- bottom of my pants. And <laughs> my mother-in-law thought it was hilarious. And here's what I need to explain to ladies. It's not hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious. <laughs> it's not hilarious. It's a, it's a bad feeling experience to go through. And she said, uh, instead of sorry, instead of, oh, my dog misbehaves, instead of, oh, even just excusing, she's just a puppy. She said, yeah, she did this to another guy the other day when I took her in to get groomed. There was a guy there picking up his dog, and she just went up and jumped on him and crushed his balls, too. And I was thinking... How does he know is- where the balls are? How does he know what's the balls? Where- I, that's the goods. How does I, he know? I just think she is... That's the, the height she is. You oh, know she, what I mean? Okay, when, she, yeah. when she jumps up and puts her feet up, I think that just happens to be where it hits. Mm. But no bueno, you guys. Mm. Still sore? Yes. Ice? This was 48 hours ago. It still hurts. Did you ice it? No, I didn't ice it. You got mm. some peas down there? Nope. Not put nothing yeah. cold. Is that what you're supposed to do is put cold on it? Yeah. yeah. What about well, sirloin? You got a sirloin just down there? <laughs> any any injury, you just try to keep down the swelling. Allie, it's been called a sirloin, but I'm not mm. sure if we're talking oh, about the same thing. No, I, I don't think, think it's more it of a, is. I think it's more of a snack. <laughs> but wait. Oh, because of swelling. You're saying because yep. of swelling. Oh, I see. Keep no, swelling I didn't, up. I didn't think about that. A but. sunset over fat balls. 
I haven't uh, I haven't looked yet, but I I I imagine it's a crime scene. I mean, if I if I were to take a look, I think it'd be very painful. You haven't taken a look yet. That was forty eight no. hours ago. I know. He doesn't want to look at it either, right? No, I don't. But, I really don't. But if you're if it's causing you that much pain, it is. You may need to go to the doctor. So I don't know. Maybe take a glance. You know, glance at it. Oh, I didn't think about going to the doctor. I mean, is it unusual that it should still hurt this much two days later? Yes. Oh, I don't think so. No, no two days? I think it's two days. Have you yeah. been hitting the balls? Yes. Yeah, but... no, two days. Ridiculous. All right, because I've gotten a baseball once before. Yeah, same. And that's the worst. Yeah, it but is. Two how, days how long later, did that last? Not, uh, about a day, about 24 hours. Okay. Wow, what? you must not have much down there. <laughs> what could, be, what could well, be wrong if it still hurts then this far after the event? Well, I mean, do you really want to know the answer? Some It could be out of alignment and stuff like it can be uh, extended right isn't that i don't know yeah <laughs> out of alignment sounds funny <laughs> um no i think most people though being especially if it's an important part of your body mm-hmm. if they uh, get an injury right they consider a doctor going to see a doctor mm-hmm. or looking at it sure yeah i mean this dog is a nutcracker man i'm telling you she right. just just took care of it right oh it was Ooh. so stealth too <laughs> I'm just okay. lucky because mine never descended, so it's like <laughs> doesn't hurt that much. <laughs> All right. Is well, it possible that your mother-in-law has trained this dog to do it? Wouldn't that be awesome? I feel like she keeps mentioning dudes that this has happened to. The dog comes with... back over. She gives a little treat. Yeah, a little <laughs> gleam in her eye. It's a real feminist. Yeah. She's uh, she still get it's still payback for that ugly divorce. Is what you're saying? All men now are her targets. I don't know. She certainly didn't seem upset by it. I'll mm. tell you that. Didn't concern her at all. Did she seem pleased? Right? She didn't seem displeased. Mm. So it's That's an odd thing that that happens and she didn't at least say sorry. I mean, just, she... Just did a, just in a throwaway. Yes, just did a throwaway. Just did a, a courtesy apology. Even yeah. if she didn't mean it. Oh, no. She doesn't have to mean Cause, it. Because I think what in her mind was, ha, puppies sure will be puppies. You know what I mean? I think that's where she was coming from, which is just, look at that wacky dog. Yeah. You know, the same way as if she had knocked a flower arrangement off a table or something. You know, she just looked at it as the dog is just bouncing around and hitting things. But <laughs> I mean, really, you're equating your junk to a flower arrangement. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> let's calm down. Well, we don't know. He hasn't looked. Maybe I, it that's is. true. That's true. They both just, do smell nice. I, I'm oh, just saying to the, to the dog, I don't think the dog cares what she's mm-hmm. knocking down is what I'm saying. No, agreed. All right. Well, I, I'll, I'll keep you guys posted, and I can. I guess I can put some photos up if anybody. I mean, if that's where we're at, if I mean, you want to diagnose it, I, can I mean, you it. should look at it. I okay. still stand by that. I don't know that we need to. Yeah. Okay. But you should. But you're a doctor, Kevin. I, I am a I doctor. Come to you. But no. Okay. No. All right. Well, uh, I'm playing hurt today. I just want you guys to know that. But <laughs> I appreciate. Uh, appreciate All right. I have to get up and go to the bathroom. It's <laughs> going to be about a half hour. <laughs> exactly. I'm moving slowly. All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin and Bean show, shall we? This can't be happening again. It is. Uh, people are dumb on the program today. Yeah, they are. Great news, which we do on Mondays. Uh, slang Man Monday. Yeah. Looking Ooh. forward to that. He explains all the slang the kids are using. Can I give, yeah. you, a, can I give you a tease? Please. Sure. He appeared on Canadian television last week. All right. Mm-hmm. He's on a bit of a media tour. All right. We got to get him. Drop some knowledge. We have yeah. to get him. Yeah. Uh, comedian Bob Saga will join us. And we've got Steve Martin and Martin Short. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. I can't Whoa. believe it. It's ridiculous. And that's Heroes. coming up in about uh, 25 minutes, just after Heroes, 6 o'clock. Guys. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. We'll take a break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. 
The Queen is back, you guys. Here's Allie McKay with What's Happening on a Monday. What's going on? Well, I just remembered I had a dream and Travis Barker was in it during that song. What was was happening in the dream? Uh, Strangely, um, I was going to a potluck. Okay. And I I don't know if Travis was throwing it. I'm just getting all this back in my head right now. But mm-hmm. um, I couldn't figure out what to bring because I knew he was a vegan and he had that restaurant. So whatever I brought had to kind of be among those at terms, le- if yeah, you will, at that, level, that sure. level. And uh, I know I woke up frustrated, like usual. Um, but yeah, that's a that's a pathetic dream. Well, as a dream interpreter, uh huh. What are your thoughts? Um, I don't feel like I'm enough for Travis Barker. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. He Which seems is... to like you very much. Well, I, I know, but it's just... But he hasn't sad. seen you cook yet either. Well, I mean, and he won't. <laughs> let's, let's be honest. <laughs> That's weird, though. I must have seen, like, one of his Instagrams right before I fell asleep. kind of bizarre. And then now. that just triggered it. Mm-hmm. All right. Good any times. of you have any dreams about guys in Blink-182 this weekend? It's a pretty honestly, specific question. Yeah. I can honestly say yeah. no. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with no as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell you even if I did. All right. Understandable. What's going on? Guys, the box office appears to be in a bit of a slump right now, especially when it comes to franchises. Men in Black International, led by Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson, and Shaft both became the latest sequels to be sort of dismissed by audiences. Men in Black led ticket sales at the box office this weekend with $28.5 million, but it fell far short of expectations. Some previous iterations of Men in Black by uh, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones mm-hmm, mm-hmm. open 50 million plus. I didn't get, uh, look, I'm not the audience for this. I would never see it. But uh, at least sometimes I get the hype and the vibe and the excitement for it. Mm-hmm. I never felt any of that for this Men in Black same. iteration. Yeah. yeah. It I just kind of was, yeah, it was just kind of flat. And by the way, the same thing for Shaft. I think Shaft is a franchise that a lot of people have enjoyed in its various ways over the years. I didn't get much buzz on that either. Yeah. That trailer wasn't that bad, though. I was surprised that I watched the Shaft trailer all the way through. I was like, okay. <laughs> I usually would be like this. I don't want to see this. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Men in Black came in number one. Number two, Secret Life of Pets 2. Coming in third, Aladdin. Fourth was Shaft. Brought in only about 14 million bucks. And then rounding out the top five, Dark Phoenix. You see any movies, Kevin? I did. What'd I saw you- Men in Black. And? You know. Oh, that's a horrible review for Kevin. <laughs> it, was, it was good. I mean, you hated it. You, know, you like, hated I didn't it. hate it. I, I didn't hate it at all. But I just think the other ones had a lot more substance to them. Yeah. Were there any pugs? Um, An odd question? Were there pugs well, in Men in Black? Yeah. Yes. There were yeah. pugs. Yeah. 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 Not an odd question at all. I, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> that's a big deal. That's <laughs> all I remember <laughs> from the original That's one. all we talked about at the conventions. <laughs> <laughs> How were the creatures? <laughs> um, they spent a lot less time uh, showing them. Uh-huh. So in the past, like, it's really been eye candy. You just see a, a, a hundred different types of aliens. Yeah. And then this one, it was, it was good. Well, you also had Tessa Thompson for eye candy. Yeah, agreed. And Chris Hemsworth. Yes. Agreed true, as well. True. I mean, I mean. <laughs> Did they wear black suits? Yes. Okay. They did. They still have that down. Okay. Black suits. And weird, like, weapons that you're like, wait, is yes. that a weapon? The uh-huh. knowledge thing? The the little, little laser takes out Erase your memory? Yep. Okay. They have that. Okay. I mean, they had all the uh, elements. Right. It's pretty, you know, it's good. <laughs> it's good is the worst review Kevin it has really ever given is. for a movie. <laughs> it really is. I sort of like everything, and I sort of liked it. Okay. All right. 
Do we need a Kevin Reviews Things nope. segment? I think, I think we just had one. I, mean. I feel we need more, so <laughs> many more. All right. Well, uh, coming up, um, some bad news for a couple that broke up, but some great news if you're Adele and you love the Spice Girls. Oh. It's just a little tease for you. Pretty specific tease, but okay. Yeah. What yeah. if I'm not Adele? Should I still stick around? No, definitely. Why would you not want to be Adele? That's a good point. Yeah. Some birthdays for you. Barry Manilow, you're <gasps> you're a fan of Lowe Bean, right? I'll have, I'll have some Barry for you next time. Oh, okay. I can't wait. I love all of his music. What's your favorite song, uh, Kevin? Uh, Copacabana. All right. Ugh. Didn't even think you'd get that. Nope, me all either. Right. Uh, Greg Kinnear, happy birthday. Venus Williams, Will Forte, Thomas Hayden Church, Kendrick Lamar, Bobby Fairley. Fairley Brothers, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Fairley Brothers movie? Uh, probably Men in Black. Nope. Mm. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber, right. There's something about Mary, Shallow Hal. Me, I love Kingpin. Yeah, that's Raiding pretty strong. Train with Biscuit that's, Wheels. That's pretty strong. Right? Who's with me? One of them made Green Book, right? That's right. Yeah. Mm. Is that Bobby or Peter? That's Peter. Peter. I yeah. don't know, but it was not funny. No. <laughs> no. Neither was anything surrounding it. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's a red-letter day here on the program. Our next guests have about 120 years of combined show business hilarity behind them. For my money, their Netflix special, An Evening You Will Never Forget for the Rest of Your Life, is the best thing on the platform. They're calling in from different locations, so, Kevin, let's try not to screw this up, all right? Martin Short. Yes, sir. He's there. It's Martin Short on the phone on the Kevin and Bean Show. (laughs) Steve Martin. How are you? He's there. We got him both. How is this possible? <laughs> Oops, oh. Sorry. No, no, no. That was just me hitting nope. a button wrong. Uh, all good. All good. <laughs> Do not terrify us like that. Everything's good. We got comedy royalty on the phone. You're hanging up right, on let people. Let me just go back and check. Martin Short? Right here. Steve Martin? Yes. Oh. Ah. You scared <laughs> so me. Close. All right. Welcome, gentlemen. So great to have you on the uh, program. And it must be a wonderful feeling after all these years in show business to finally be working on a project that people are accepting and enjoying. I don't think Steve's on the line, by the way. The most exciting part is calling in. We only do things so we get the opportunity to call in. So this would be the highlight of your day or week. You know, the show is actually secondary. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. is Martin hearing Steve? That's what I'm wondering here. I'm hearing Steve, and 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 I know that because I heard that tone of his, right? And I fell right to sleep. <laughs> Sounds about right. So I the- knew he could hear me because he didn't say anything or laugh. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the now you see him soon you won't tour is coming to Southern California with two great performances. One at the Greek on July 16th, and the other is going to be at the Fantasy Springs Resort Casino Special Event Center in Indio. That one's not till October. Where you can go to Ticketmaster for details on both shows. This is a uh, this is similar to the Netflix experience that we have with an evening you will forget for the rest of your life last year, guys. It's no, similar, really. but there's a, I would say what? How much more uh, material, Steve? What would you say percentages? I would say we have about seventy five percent new material. Whoa. Or unseen boy, material. No, 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 boy, and I'm not doing that. So you must be doing it all. Twenty five percent that we retain. Is because of audience demand. Ah. Does it take you back to the early years, particularly you, Steve, who was a touring comedian for so long, to be like on a bus going city to city like old school guys used to? Well, not quite on a bus. But I'll tell you something. It's such a different thing than what I used to do. 
I, by the way, Marty, you get to talk at some point. No, um, it's okay, Steve. We want to hear these old stories once again. <laughs> I used, let's put it this way. I'm going to keep it short. Okay. I used to perform alone, and now I perform with a, a fantastic comic talent, and it's just a, a completely different thing. And before, I used to do a kind of character, and now I do uh, I play myself. So it's a, it's a bit of very uh, interesting adjustment. Go, Marty, go. Um, what was the question again? It was about <laughs> Chernobyl. <laughs> uh, it was just about being on the road and how how different it must be from your regular, you know, Hollywood movie star lives to actually be, you know, driving in and spending the night in Fargo, North Dakota. You know, it's just I imagine well, it it's is, very I mean, different. It's, and, and seeing that that bus that you're talking about, seeing it travel along from our private plane, <laughs> is a, an emotional experience. Wouldn't you say, Steve? <laughs> You know something also, sorry to interrupt you, Marty. I know you don't like that. Um, Were you going to talk about the banjo and all the different stringing? Sounds. Because you know, I've got some calls. The Indian Towns was 25, 30 years ago. The what was? And we're getting to see them and how, 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 I won't call them smaller towns, but, you know, not the five big cities. They're, they're, they're really take care of their cities and their, the, the storefronts have been renovated with, you know, new windows and they retained the old architecture and that they restored the theaters and that they have many, many grand theaters that we play. Mm. I was going to ask you guys, like most people in Hollywood that have known each other for this long hate each other's guts. And yet you guys have stayed friends and want to continue to work together. Like what's the secret for, for a partnership like your guys? Moving past hatred into a, a nothing phase. <laughs> oh, I see. So you yeah. just don't care. Uh, no. Just no. not caring. <laughs> That's a secret. Also, also never interacting. <laughs> Does no. it come down on stage to you guys making each other laugh, basically? It kind of started off that way because through dinners and a lifetime of, of funny, you know, yeah. things. But I would say ultimately our main goal is to make the audience laugh. Right. And not uh, to sort of crack up each other. No. We, we like to be really professional and deliver the material the best way we can and we're always finding new things and um, if we ad-lib we ad-lib for a reason we don't just do it to amuse ourselves these are the voices of a comedy legend steve martin and martin short here on the kevin bean show talking about their tour that's going on now called now you see them soon you won't coming to the greek in july and then in india in october you know, we were all so nervous about having you guys on the phone because, you know, we've grown up like most people in love with so much of the work that you've done. And, I, and I'm wondering, is that a problem in interviews sometimes where the people are just too starstruck and all they want to do is just run down a list of the favorite things that you guys have done that has, have influenced them? Does that happen a lot? Some people express that they're excited, uh, but it doesn't really inhibit anything. By the way, I've got a live camera mm -hmm. on Indio, and the crowds are al already forming to get tickets for October. Indio is October, okay? So they're okay. already forming. Good, right. good. How did you yeah. hook that up? I mean, how do you do oh, something I've like got that? A li you can get a live cam almost anywhere if you just Google <laughs> live cam. <laughs> Google Indio live cam. Steve Martin, Martin Short, ticket line. Wow. Okay. okay. Right up. Pretty specific. Oh. Uh, Martin, in the new in the new Conan O'Brien podcast with Bill Hader, he talks a lot about going to dinner with you as like a, a group of three, and I've never been more jealous of a dinner group. <laughs> uh, do you guys do that often? We do, actually. We, we do. Um, uh, oh. I, I'm all friends with Conan. I'm friends with Bill. And, and, you know, we live in the similar area. No, we'll go to a hip dinner. 
Watch other people <laughs> stare at us with envy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to ask uh, Marty one uh, final question, too, before we have to let you go. Is I saw the interview you did on Conan where you talked about getting high with Beatle George Harrison back in the day. That's and, true. And I wanted to throw that out there as a challenge to Steve Martin and ask, who's the most famous person you've ever gotten high with, Steve? You know, I never really did drugs. I had like a six-month period in my early 20s and had this horrible reaction to marijuana and never did any any drugs again. So, you know, if you want to go to alcohol, that's another story. <laughs> we can pivot to alcohol. That's fine. Now we're talking. I, I guess alcohol, I would have to say you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what you get on stage, you guys. Now you see them. Soon You Won't is coming to the Greek in July and in Indio in October. Go to Ticketmaster.com for Find all the details. In Indio. Yes, absolutely. I'm watching the live cam right now. <laughs> the great Steve Martin and Martin Short, you guys. We couldn't be more honored to have you gentlemen on the phone. Thank we you thank very you much. so My much. My pleasure. Thank you, guys. And I see the Bye. Greek theater line is snaking up to the observatory. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> right. go ahead. Thanks. That's a good update. Thank you, Steve. Bye, Bye. Bye guys. It's Kevin and Bean. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, Jensen, tell us about Slaying Man before we get into it. <sighs> David Burke, you guys have heard about him the last few weeks. He's uh, a man of all trades, but the most important trade is that he believes he knows teen slang. Uh, and can translate it for the older people that don't understand what their kids are saying. And for the past few weeks, I think we could say that we we have doubts. <laughs> Extreme, yes. Well, he's translating slang from 20 years ago, and, and most of it's wrong. And wrong, yeah. I, I think he, and also they bring him on TV shows to talk about teen slang, but he mostly hijacks the conversation to do voices and make up <laughs> fake stories. We oh, need to no. have him in. And we need to talk to him for a full couple of hours. Well, we at least made him a theme song, didn't we? Yes, we did. Slangman, Slangman, do your thing. Come on, Slangman, keep it rocking. Slangman, Slangman, do your thing. Bring that lingo and fill us all in. Flint, dope, jam, ratchet. What does it mean? We got you covered right here on Kevin and Bean. Because today is Slangman Monday. It's Slangman Monday. Uh, word to your 
your mother. Figgity fresh. Uh, I peruse the internet in the same way that like people check out the JFK assassination video. <laughs> I, I really last night spent maybe 30, 40 minutes just checking sort of the depths of the internet, trying to find new Slang Man videos. And I did find his personal reel, the one that he sends out in order to oh, appear on shows. Right. Which was so new. these are the highlights. He thinks the highlights of his career. Yes. Yeah. And I just figured just to remind you who he is, I wanted to pull something from his reel. This is an appearance on television where he again made up a completely fake story. I gave a tour to 120 people from England. Yes. And I, the little girl stood up on the tram and I said, over the microphone, 120 people, oh, I need you to set your fanny back down on the bench. And all together they all went, aha. <gasps> uh-huh. Yes. And I, who knew? It meant, well, I didn't know what it meant, but a woman came up to well, me. what do you think it meant? I said, fanny, little child's rear end, it means nothing. But this, little, this woman came up to me and said, my dear boy, you don't realize what you just said. The fanny is a woman's very private part. And uh, she went on to say that a, an American woman, she said, yeah, a woman came up to me and said, I slipped in the snow and fell on my fanny. And I thought to myself, that's impossible. <laughs> Unless, of course, he's a contortionist. That didn't, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. No. That's There's not no. a thing that happened. No. There's no, no way that happened. No. That story is fictitious. <laughs> I mean, 100%. Look, yeah. Americans have been confused by British slang and vice versa before. That's happened, but none of what his story was about happened. No, and that's why you love slang, man. He's a creative writer. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm searching last night. I felt like, oh, I couldn't find anything that I really wanted to focus on. And then I found on, like, page four. 50 of his results. <laughs> it's a le- You're going in depth I, there. Oh, I went insane. Uh, it said three days ago. And I was like, oh, three days ago. Oh, fantastic. So he appeared on a Calgary Canadian television show. Mm-hmm. And this was a brand new appearance, so he must be, uh, maybe that's why he hasn't got back to us yet. Because oh. he's traveling he's inter- internationally. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got his passport. Uh, uh, he did a show, and it's, it's bonkers. Yes. This is, just to remind you, an intro that is given to him by the host of the show. I talk with teenagers in a language they understand, or should I say a slanguage they understand. Oh, no, he did. Oh, no. oh, no. Wait, doesn't that make him slang man? Doesn't he take the crown? He really does right there. That's where the slang man comes in this morning. David Slangman Burke is helping. Okay, I have three teenagers, David. Okay, so remember, you have to remember, he's brought on the show to talk about teenage slang. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so so what do you think he starts the interview with? IRLK? Well, <laughs> if, you know, if you know David Burke, <laughs> IRLK, he did a fake story, everybody. Of course! Today at the hotel, someone said something to me. I was completely lost. It was Canadian slang. Okay. Here's what they said. So I'm not dressed for your weather, really. Sure. So the girl behind the counter said... Before you go outside, I think you need a, a, a bunny hug. So I'm like, aww. She goes, no, that's not it. So it's like a hoodie or something? Like yeah. that keeps you warm? And then she also mentioned the word Chinook. Chinook? Yeah, for us, that's not good. Okay. If someone says you're a Chinook, you give them one of these. Oh, means, really? Oh, yeah. It means you're a real jerk and you're gullible. Oh. So you don't want to use Chinook in the U.S. What is happening? Speaking of colorful, what's happening? What is? You only use it in the U.S. too, by the way, because it can be very offensive outside the U.S. Because I kind of have heard schnook before. I guess I don't think I have. I don't think I have. But but I will say it's not teenage slang, David. No, it really isn't. Nope. Uh, So he went on for a while after that to talk about slang that is not teenage at all, and and as always, the host of the show pushed him towards it. So we learn a little bit of his teenage slang. Oh, I hear this all the time. To to spill the tea. Spill the tea. This is. I have no idea what this means. Insanely popular. Tea is gossip. So if I say to you, we're going to spill some tea right now. Oh. 
We're going to gossip. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about or something. Okay, exactly. Yeah. Right. He hears it all the time, you guys. I mean, where He's is... actually right. He's actually right on that one. Yeah, he we're is. not saying he's that wrong. is a thing. He's yeah. right. It's Does just... he hear it all the time? Uh, no. But, but my other thing about that is, like, wh- he makes things sound so uncool. <laughs> That's like, very true. It, I understand he always goes, you know, kids are going to change it when they find out I know it, which he always says in his <laughs> interviews. Uh, and I'm fair. like, and I'm like, for sure they are, because it sounds like you're a narc <laughs> yeah, over and totally. over again. Uh, and speaking of narc, I, I don't think he gets this one 100% right. Oh, ratchet. Have you heard this? Ratchet, Wendy Williams yeah. uses this all the time. Ratchet. Ratchet just means you're really low. Like a ratchet. You're really low. You're really low. Okay, ratchet's not based on the tool. It's, that's not true. At all. And also, like, it, I guess low is a way to say it, but low class is probably a, a, a better way of but putting it. But if he was you, making the tool sound effect, 100% wrong. Well, I mean, he's always making a tool sound effect. <laughs> uh, okay, so we return to lit, and then he introduces us to a new term that we have not yet heard from him. Your show is lit. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. you say your show slays, or simply if I meet you in the street and I go, oh, Ted, slay. Yeah. That just means you're rocking. That's just all around good. It means it's all around good. (laughs) Hey, Ted, slay. (laughs) Oh, dear. Slay, man. All right. So this is Slay Man out of his element, right? He's actually talking about teenage slang. He's actually sort of nailing it. I'd say he's a little over 60, 70%. So in his nature, he wants to take it back. He's not... He loves talking about old slang. You know oh, what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's where he he excels. Like from the 1980s. Well, that kind of stuff. Or the 40s. Or the 40s. And you know, even the history of all, all the slang. Yeah. We used to use it like in the in the 40s. Guys used to use slang, but they used to do it like in a tough guy kind of way, sure. using rhyming slang. Yeah. Like if I said to you uh, back in the 40s, "Hey, you gate, let's lubricate." Okay. That means let's have a drink. What <laughs> just so, happened? So he can speak slanguage from any decade. Any decade. And he's also, a, he's a, a miracle. A lot of voices. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't think that was a thing. I I don't know because I wasn't around the forties. Neither was slang. Neither then. does he. But I mean, all right. And then the seventies, and I want you to pay attention to what he on the whim improvs as a seventies slang talker. Then the seventies. It changed. Guys, instead of becoming tough, they became like, kind of laid back and did this like throaty thing. Yeah. And like they'd say stuff like, whoa, cosmic threads, really tight uh, earth shoes. Yeah. Earth shoes? <laughs> Play it again. What? Play it again. What? Wait, what? One more Wait, time. Cosmic thread earth shoes? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's the past. Then the 70s, it changed. Guys, instead of becoming tough, they became like, kind of laid back and did this like throaty thing. Yeah. And like they'd say stuff like, whoa, cosmic threads, really tight uh, earth shoes. Yeah. <laughs> cosmic wow. threads. Wow. Really, really tight, tight earth shoes. shoes. He is an improver. <laughs> He's just wow. saying words. <laughs> Whose line is it anyway, David wow, Burke? That's crazy. So now we put out the challenge, right? <laughs> yeah. Slang we... man, come to Kevin and Bean. We want you to sit here, make up a story, and tell us about <laughs> slang from yesteryear. <laughs> slang Man Monday is Slang Man Monday. Uh, word to your mother. Figgity fresh. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Robert Saget. That's what it says Robert in my license. Saget. <laughs> we, uh, we call him Bob. Mm, call I appreciate Bob. that, by the way. Bob, my ex, are going with Bob now? Well, my ex, yeah, yeah I'm, gonna, okay. I'm going with Bob. All right. <laughs> <Or> Robert. <laughs> How are you, Bob Saget? I'm really good. How are you, Bean? Doing great. Great to see you. I know you're at the Irvine Improv this weekend with uh, shows on sale at improv.com slash Irvine right now. Another great chance to see Bob Saget on stage. But you have been very busy, even though we have you in quite a bit. You're, you always have so much going on in between our visits. Like this new project that you're working on, 
it sounds like you're doing nothing but hanging out with legends. It's it's really uh, special, and I, I wasn't planning to promote it, but it's just fascinating to talk about it because of who the people are. Yeah. Kevin Bright, uh, producer of Friends, said, "Would you like to direct this documentary?" And um, and he's he's a really good friend. And about Martin Mull, who is one of the funniest people and one of the first people I ever saw when I was seventeen perform at the Main Point in Philadelphia. And he would go around, and a lot of people, a lot of your, uh, uh, I was going to say, by millennials. <laughs> I'm just trying to cover everybody, but um, but he, um, I mean, I want to cover people. Uh, uh-huh. I brought some uh, Gallagher chamois. Okay. Chamois. <laughs> 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 some, some of those. Never mind. I, my free association is not going to work right now. <laughs> but um, I, I couldn't believe what I'd seen because it was card Mar- called Martin Mull and his furniture. And he would bring his own furniture or rent it from a cheap place. Yeah. Bring it on a truck and go on the road and play places like the main point which is like a 400 300 seater and uh jackson brown would play it at the time bruce used to play it back then what the hell's going on it was insane <laughs> and, he and then he that. realized he didn't need to bring the furniture yeah. he could rent it in each city <laughs> but his comedy songs i always did comedy songs since i was 15 yeah and i just did them and it wasn't really parodies it was just original weird songs and i won some radio contests when i was 17 and, and i watched him and i was like don't even bother to do a Don't comedy even try song. it. Yeah. And just brilliance. And then Firm with Tonight, a lot of listeners uh, might not know, best. but it is the best. And it isn't politically correct, but that was the meaning of it. Yeah. That and was, by the way, Martin Mull. And Norman has, Lear produced it. Martin Mull has continued. I mean, he did all those before, uh, appearances on Arrested Development. He was on I'm Sorry. He was on Life in Pieces. He was on Veep. I mean, he, the guy is still out there getting great work and I, doing great work. Exactly. And he does series after series. His last one was Cool Kids. We were on the set of that. I'm going to talk to David Allen Greer in a couple days. But um, I got to uh, interview and hang out. I had met many times before Steve Martin because I stalked him. Sure. And, uh, and and Martin Short wants to do it, but we're we're playing with his ego. No, that's not <laughs> <laughs> No, we'd be honored to have him, so I'm after him as when well. When you but, start um, thinking about guys like Steve Martin and Martin Mull, I mean, they're such a generation that, I mean, you know, we hope they're around for a long time. But, you know, I think about all the people we've interviewed on this show in the years we've been doing it and that are gone, like Milton Berle and Bob Hope and people like that. I mean, right. there are generations that just disappear in front of your eyes because that's how that's how age works. It's- well, it's interesting. I'll go and do a show somewhere and I'll get real casual and get, you know, just talk to the people in the room. And mm-hmm. I'll say, and Johnny Carson... Uh, you know, one of, one of the times I was on there, and they don't know who Johnny Carson is. And then you go, they only know him from the commercials of Buy the Whole Set. <laughs> right, sure. <laughs> um, but it's really interesting. Um, I had actually done a warm-up, because I was the warm-up comic on Bosom Buddies uh, with Tom Hanks and Peter Scolari. Wow. Right? Yeah. Pre-Metazoic. <laughs> and and uh, I did the warm-up for Domestic Life, which was a Martin Mall series that Steve Martin exec produced because they were always good friends. And Steve wanted to make a good show. And Martin came up with it and uh, other great producers. And I did the warm-up. And then Steve Martin grabbed the mic. So here oh, I was. Man. I'm 24 years old. And I'm holding a microphone. And Steve Martin's holding the other one. And we're going back and forth. You were going back and forth wow. with him. And it was wow. like, for me, that was yeah, like one of my big... I was in a Richard Pryor movie, too, so around the same time. So that was... Those... You should have gotten out of comedy then, Bob. Yeah, that's where I, you called. Oh, no. <laughs> I, but you followed my career. I have. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but Steve Martin, it was so funny. He was saying to the audience, like, how... Because he's done everything. He worked in right. Disneyland, you know, with the banjo and balloons. Um, and he, he said, ladies and gentlemen, these are called cameras. <laughs> 
You know, he was, this is a cable. And then I wanted to do something in his vein to try to make him laugh. And I said, you see this jacket, Steve? And he goes, yes, that's, that's a very nice jacket. I said, $10,000. And he laughed. And that Did he? Was, wow. That was enough for me because he's, to me... You know, I, I watched The Jerk recently. Oh, and it's still great. It still holds up. Yeah. And there's a great... Well, the new phone books are here. I mean, come on. <laughs> they, hate, they hate these cans. <laughs> Pizza in a cup. <laughs> and if anybody hasn't seen it, they should. Because it is it's it is a great racial statement. And because and, he was raised by a poor black family. And they were his family. Mm-hmm. And, and it was meant to be... I actually talked to... I mean, name drop as much as I I'd can. I'd like you to. Please, please, please uh, do. Norman Lear, I was at his house for dinner with... Uh, <gasps> Allie, are you going to be okay? Huge. Huge. He's, he is. I'm, I'm, he's my friend, friend. Oh, I get to be friends out. with him. and But he thinks he's lucky to be my friend. Oh, man. Oh, he's so deluded. He's wrong. Isn't he, I get, isn't he like delusional? I, mean, I have a ring. I have a ring with a pill in it that oh, I open okay. and I make him like me. <laughs> um, I give him ecstasy before we go out. <laughs> Norman, you give Norman Lear Molly. That's very oh, cool. he loves it. He and I roll... Um, over lobster at, at, at Giorgio. But anyway. Bob, is he 96 years old? He is. He oh, my is. God. And he is literally a genius. And it's very clear. And he owns Concord Records, which is one of the most prominent independent record companies because they own all the labels of Ray Charles and Frank Sinatra. And besides that, they're thriving. Stand uh, but But he... <laughs> that's a great story, Bob. Promoting Norman Lear's music company. Uh, but... What happened was um, we were talking about how the jerk holds up. And he said, well, let me, Norman puts on the speakerphone. There's like nine of us. Uh, uh, we have music cigar night at Norman's house Same. sometimes. And everyone's invited. Sure. Um, I mean, you guys. Everybody, <laughs> everybody all the listeners. All listeners, yeah. Yeah, and he's, we go as far as El Segundo, and then we stop. But um, <laughs> but, but uh, I said, you know, that movie holds up in Blazing Saddles. You know, it, it, these are not PC anymore, but they're still... Great yeah, comedies that, in the, or their way, really truly hold up. And he said, "Well, let me get them on the phone. They're together right now." So he puts Carl Reiner and Mel no. Brooks <laughs> on a speakerphone, and they're both talking. And Norman says, "I got Bob Saget here." And he goes, "Yes, we like him." And I went, "So okay, so you, we can't hang up now." Yeah, um, that's it. And uh, I, we were just telling him how great it is. We were all all of those guys just going, you know how that poignant scene in The Jerk, which I won't repeat, um, is is just a comeuppance from Steve Martin. And it was the first thing, and Carl directed it. And he said that the studio fought them. They wouldn't let them put it in. And then, uh, and then another friend of mine, Paul Hip, who was there, uh, says, hey, by the way, Mel, you're pretty good, too. <laughs> and he goes, I said, Mel, remember me? He goes, Bob, come on. You know, I told you, I'm the only one that likes you. <laughs> and then Mel Brooks said that he can't do Blazing Saddles because times have changed. Sure, of course. Can't hold up the same. But still, for the time they were made, they were an anti-racism of any kind, what the hell's wrong with the world yeah. kind of comedy. And um, Bob, have you written your book yet? I did write Dirty Daddy. I came on here years ago to promote mm-hmm. it. And, uh, I think we need to write a new one. It sounds like Yeah, because that stories. title scared us off. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know what? I think it did. In HarperCollins, I told them while I was standing in their office nude, I said, oh. uh, it, you know, we had the New York Times bestseller list already paid off, so that yeah, worked. Yeah, clear. Good. Uh, but, uh, yeah, there's, I have a lot of uh, stories. But I think I'm a couple years away from them because I'm... 
I, I, I've got more name dropping to do. Okay. I, I, well, I thought you meant like a statue of limitations. You know, your career is completely dead before you start spilling the beans, too. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> well, that, I don't think that can happen. I think I'm going to be uh, doing something from the grave. Uh, okay. Because that's how I have it planned. I have a, okay. you know, that, uh, that remember Reanimator, the movie? Yeah, sure, sure. That's how I'm going out. Okay. Uh, yeah, like um, parts of me will still work. I won't say which, but they will be have that green uh, fluid. Look, I know the I'm re- lost. The, the Reanimator references <laughs> driving <laughs> right home. Well, I, I heard you guys talk about all the references that the kids are using today. Yeah, well, sure. yeah. But I, my yeah. audience, ironically, is the kids. I mean, yeah. it's, I, I have audiences from 17 to death. So, you know, and 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 I've just been now that I the dust has settled. Every time I come on here, you guys are so gracious for so many years, and and I get to promote something. I'm just promoting that I'm doing stand up because I need to do it, and uh, that's all I'm thinking about right now. You need um, to do it for you. It helps for, you. For, it helps me. And there, uh, after years and people trust you and they go away they're not disappointed that i'm not danny tanner on stage and i'm not mopping and cleaning the windows <laughs> and hugging everyone and giving them you know moral stories of you know don't drink beer at the prom um but i just i just love making people entertained and there's no division in the room uh, well you're and- great at it bob and well, let me give out the information again bob second of the irvine improv four big shows this weekend two friday two saturday tickets on sale now as low as 30 bucks at improv.com slash irvine 21 and up all right bob we want you to stick around we thought we'd try something new today with you here okay close stay on right close stay this on time. this time this okay. time okay yeah. what are you yeah. wearing right now Kevin, you, <laughs> Kevin, you want to explain what we're doing here? Yeah, we're just going to do What About Bob, and we're going to open the phone lines. We're going to let people ask you any question that they have about you and or your career. Well, or life, really, in general. Life, anything. Sure. I'm really advice. good at life stuff, like Dr. Phil, except Are I, you? I like people. Okay. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so what if, you need, if you need advice from Bob Saget, yes, instance, that's okay, too. 1-800-520-1067 is the phone number, and we will take your calls with Bob Saget next. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. <clears throat> Our friend Bob Saget is in studio. He's at the Irvine Improv this weekend. You better take it, you Kevin. okay? I got a frog in my throat. Aww. Irvine How, oh, uh, Improv this weekend, Friday night, 7.30 and 9.45, and Saturday at uh, 7 and 9.30. And he promises all new material for each show. Not wow. all. I think that's all amazing. Not all. That's, that's, all. that's, that's nice. Yeah. Really nice of you to do that. That's incredible. But I will amazing. say that all of the drinks have frogs in them, so a whole audience get frogs in their <laughs> throat. In tribute to Bean. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was a professional. All right. We <laughs> no. love Bob, and we know you do, too, and that's why we thought you might have some questions for Bob. And you can call right now with any question on any topic at 1-800-520-1067, personal or otherwise. We call this, What About Bob? What about Bob? What about Bob? Do you like a corn on the cob? What about Bob? What about Bob? Do you have a big nod? What do you want to know about Bob Saget? Call now and he'll answer it. Come on now and don't be shy. It's time for... It's what about Bob? I mean, the music reminds me of your references in the last break. <laughs> I want to apologize to everyone. The last break had no one mentioned under 70 yet. Let's go to uh, Raul. First line for North Hollywood, 1-800-520-1067. Any question for Bob Saget? What's going on, Raul? What's up, guys? Uh, Hello, Bob. sir. 12 years ago. I didn't do I it. A, I didn't know, but I'll make yeah, the payments. You <laughs> yeah, you did. Twelve, 12 years ago, I was a contestant on One Versus 100. Oh, my God. I, 
I lost. The, I was the biggest loser on that show. I lost two hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars to the mob. To only like five of them. I remember yeah. you. Wow. I remember. I felt so bad. Do for you, you want to be the guy that yeah. calls up and goes, "I was the biggest loser on that show." <laughs> I, I was. I was. And and actually, he just answered my question because I wanted to know if he really felt bad or was that just his awesome like no, uh, no. feeling skills because no. he just if he didn't care, you know, because. I, man, that was it hurt. That no, night, yeah. no, I I, rem, I remember it, and uh, I don't know what to tell you. I felt really, really bad, and I'm not really cut out for that. And yet, stuff like that keeps running coming my way. But I don't <laughs> like when money is offered to people, and they're Snaps competing back. for it and all that. And I felt terrible. You you went about as far as a person can go. And yeah, I, I really wanted that million, but I, I guess the greed got me. You know. Dude, yeah. you lost two hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars standing next to me. Oh, and yeah, I don't know which is worse. In answer to your question, he remembers and he felt bad. He feels my, bad. my arm yeah. was on you, yeah. and I bowed my head, and I I couldn't <laughs> lift it up for a moment, and they cut away because I got emotional. Bob just said he's going to pay off all your he debts did. now, though. He did, isn't that cool? Really, quite a payback. It's really well, nice. there's actually a thing in my contract that says I'm not allowed to do that. Oh, uh, well, you know, thank I, you for the call, sir. Yeah, we, thanks. We I'm sorry, it. man. All right, let's go to uh, Sean. Please, line one. Sean's in Santa Monica. It's what about Bob? Hey, Sean. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, good Sean. Morning. I've been waiting for this moment for a long time, Bob. A guy said that at my window the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you remember uh, the plane ride back from Las Vegas after the Pacquiao Mayweather fight. Oh, uh, I, I do. What a happened? Virgin, a virgin flight, first class. Yes. Uh, that got stranded on the runway for some some issue for about an hour, hour and a half. Were you, you're not the guy that caused the trouble, are you? I'm the guy that was not allowed to board the plane because a celebrity requested that I not be allowed to, Bob. What? what? Well, wait a second. Oh, all right, Whoa. fill us Hold in. On. Fill us in on this. <laughs> Hold on. Give us you a sound like such a nice, good guy. Now, okay, what's the I deal? What happened? Guy. So please tell me your viewpoint on this. Because okay, I only I heard to... about it afterward that there was someone acting a little overly... Uh, Served? Uh, over, like they partied a bit too much and were still partying. Mm -hmm. And they were concerned. Coming back from Vegas? Come on, Bob. <laughs> no, you got a point. You got a point. I was just uh, sober for we some were, reason. So we, we were... I was... I was one, one or two seats behind you in first class, and and usually they serve drinks. And what was funny was, or anything, it was really hot on that plane. And they said because of whatever mechanical issue, they couldn't serve us. I remember the plane overheated is what happened. And you yeah, had Sean then, thrown off? Uh, no, I did not. Did in you fact, call the, the guy that was really, no, there was a guy all the way back in coach, and that's understandable alone. <laughs> and he was uh, yelling stuff, and then the flight attendant reported that. Uh, I got you. So it, I don't think it was you. I, I did yell something, Bob. It was oh, him, Sean. <laughs> it was Sean. Did, did, you, did, you yell, did you yell, Bob Saget gets all the women. Bob Saget gets everything. <laughs> Was that no. was that the tone of it? No, I was, I was the guy. This was when because that's what the guy yelled. <laughs> and he got kicked off. That guy was was kicked off, but then allowed back on. So I had no control over it. It was simply they were worried about someone yelling that for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy wasn't wrong either, by the no. way. <laughs> so it sounds like, to, just to cut to the chase, Sean, it sounds like Bob didn't have anything to do with you being kicked off the plane. Is that it right, Bob? It sounds like you did, Sean. 
they they specifically stated the celebrity requested that I not be allowed to board back on the plane. Well, but you don't know that Carrot Top wasn't also on that right? plane. Well, that's actually impossible because I would never, first thing, hearing myself called a celebrity is upsetting <laughs> when they do that these days. But I, I would never say it's not even in I this. I will not allow him back on the plane. Yeah, I'm not allowed. To, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I, so, I, Bob, Bob, you're, you're saying I can go back to being a fan. I, I oh, told my all God, my please. But, I was going to show up to one of your comedy shows and uh, stand do, up. Do, do. Why, Bob? Why, Bob? No, you don't, you don't like, have to. We no, have mended this. I feel like from this phone call, we know why, Sean. <laughs> Sean we all know why. We're kicking no, you off the plane. Sean, it's not even, I don't even think it's possible. It's a celebrity, with, and then you look through the plane, and then you, it's not hard to figure out. That's true. Uh, no, I, I, I... Can we kick I, Sean off the show I, now? I give you my... Yeah, you, you, you can... But feel free to do whatever. Follow me, uh, I mean, figuratively online. Um, and I'm sorry that that caused you any grief. And I... I ended up getting tortured in, in another airline flight, All and, right. and I sat in a middle seat in coach because I couldn't get home. So it was a 12-hour flight back from Vegas. So if it makes you feel any better, Sean, I was tortured as well. I'm back to being a fan, Bob. Okay. Very nice. How about that? Thank you for the closure. <laughs> Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, Bob Saget? We love you. Have a great time at the Irvine Improv <laughs> this weekend. You. This is when you open up calls. There's only time for two. <laughs> well, <laughs> when, they're, when they're calling you on stuff, we have to figure out what's going on. Oh, yeah, it you was know. good. But we we'll, do it again next, we'll do it again next time if you liked it. I um, would love it. You got the pre-record. <laughs> two shows Friday, two shows Saturday. Tickets on improv.com Irvine. Go see the great Bob Saget, 21 and up. We'll see you soon, my friend. Thanks. I love you so much. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You watch the uh, news and it's depressing mm -hmm. because all they do is highlight negative stories. And that's why on Mondays we do great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that. Take it first, you guys. It is World Pride Month. Cities all over the world are celebrating LGBTQ people. Lots of parades happening. And at one parade in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Pride Parade, there was a dad named Howie Dittman who showed up with a T-shirt that had some parade goers really emotional. His T-shirt simply read, Free Dad Hugs. And he posted about how he gave out hundreds of hugs, some of them super happy, but he highlighted a couple 
that were just too many like these two that he did. Um, one of them, he said, her story, I don't know the specifics, but I know that she saw me from across the street. I wasn't paying attention. By the time she got to me, she had tears in her eyes. She stood in front of me and looked up at me with a look of sadness and helplessness that I'll never forget. She hugged me with everything she had, and I hugged her back. She held on for so long, melting into me and thanked me endlessly, and I can't stop thinking about her. What she must be going through with her family, the ones who are supposed to be there for her no matter what. Who does she go to when she needs advice on love, money, or just life? Who does she share old memories with that only her parents would have been there for? What are her holidays like? How often does she hope for that phone call with unconditional love on the other end? I don't know her story, but it doesn't feel like a huge leap to assume she's lost those who should show her the most and forever. Mm. And then he said, basically, imagine, I'm going to get emotional. Imagine that your child feels so lost from you that they sink into the arms of a complete stranger and sob endlessly just because it's a hug from a dad and that person doesn't get it. How come when oh. I wear a free hugs shirt, nope. shirt to a parade, you're nope. a everybody looks at me like nope. a weirdo. So you're guy, a weirdo. A creep. This guy's like, oh, he's so great. He's so wonderful. <laughs> so he then finishes with saying, please don't be the parent of a child that has to shoulder that burden. I met way too many of them of all ages today. And basically is saying, oh, my God, I wore a shirt that said free hugs. And it ruined people because that's all they want from their own father mm. is a hug. But they've been cut off because of who they love. And that is just so sad. But what a beautiful thing for him to have done. Very nice. So with that, I say, Howie Dittman, you're my great news. I wasn't ready. I'm no, Howie Dittman, you're my great uh, Okay, you're up next. Okay, go ahead. Great welcome, to, welcome to my world, Allie. <laughs> All right, mine uh, comes Great from La- mine comes from Las Vegas. Um, there is a hospital there that took time Wednesday morning to pay tribute to an 18-year-old named Michael Sigler. He got in a motorcycle accident on the day of his high school graduation. Hmm. He got in a motorcycle accident, and they were keeping him alive on machines. And two weeks before that. He had realized, oh, being a donor is important. Oh, wow. So, and by the way, I, I was a jackass when I was a senior in high school. There's no way I'm thinking that much about other people yeah. like he did. <laughs> so he thought, I'm riding a motorcycle. Maybe I just need to be safe and make sure that I can be a donor. And basically, he was able to save nine other people's lives wow. by himself, by being a donor. He uh, he died, by the way. We should mention He did that, right? die, yes. Yeah. And before he died, and this is a video that I don't know that you should watch, Allie, especially <laughs> because it's, they all lined the hallways of the hospital. The families the, of the, the people. First he... of all, the employees. Then the families of the people that he was oh, saving. Geez. Then his own family. And they were all saying goodbye to him. And they were just, everybody was crying because this is an amazing thing that an 18-year-old wow. did. And he did, unfortunately, end up dying, but he was able to save nine other lives. And I think that also deserves great news. We're an emotional mess today. <laughs> Bean, take it home with something that sucks. Um, I think you guys will <laughs> like this story. It's, uh, it's a very sweet story about an 89-year-old named Ronald Dembler who lives in a suburb of Atlanta in Georgia. Nope, not yet. Suburb of Atlanta in Georgia. 
He had been to the hospital, had no one to pick him up, so called an Uber. Lauren Mulvihill was his Uber driver, and she not only took the man home, but helped him inside his house. Again, he's 89 years old with a lot of health problems. She was horrified by what she saw in his house. Terrible conditions. Trash everywhere, dishes everywhere. It smelled of urine, dog poop all over the house. He lived by himself? Just Yes, he lived by himself, unable to take care of himself. In fact, he no longer had nursing care coming to the house because of the condition of the house. They wouldn't come anymore. It was just filled with garbage. And she said, I can't let you live like this. She calls him Mr. Ronald. I can't let you live like this. He has no living family, apparently no friends. So she put up on Facebook. She said, this is too big a job for me, but we have to help this guy. He's a veteran and he's old and he needs help. Well, as you can imagine, because it's in the great news segment, dozens and dozens and dozens of people responded. They came forward. They began to clean and help us strip apart the house. In just a week's time, they'd already removed all the garbage, the old furniture, the old carpet. Now they're painting the walls. They're putting in a new floor. They've got somebody coming in to fix the mold. A local restaurant started catering for all of the volunteers. Wow. So it just became this huge community thing. And he's got so many friends now, so many people that are going to be dropping by to look in after him. And he will not have to live like that anymore. And they've arranged for the nurses to start coming back to the house now that the conditions have approved. They got somebody to help him take care of his dog. I mean, all of this happened just as a result of him having a beautiful young woman be his Uber driver to take him home from the hospital. I don't know how many people would get out of their own car to help. Even I mean, if he's yeah. an 89-year-old man, that's I something. Mean, I think he had trouble walking, yeah. you know? So, I mean, yeah, you're right. There are a lot of Uber drivers who would just say, beat it, old man, and just pull up to the curb, right? But the fact that she went in, saw that, and didn't just say, not my problem, is unbelievable. Agreed. So, I bet he uh, still didn't tip. <laughs> it looks like he's going to be okay, by the way. And that's my great news. The Kevin and Bean Show, world-famous K-Rock. Hey, Allie. Hey, Bean. What's happening? Well, I'm, I'm looking for a video to send to you guys, so you can talk amongst yourselves just for a minute. All right, well, Anthony Davis. Out of okay. yeah, it seems like we could probably. Oh do yeah, that. Anthony talk Davis, about Anthony everybody. Davis. How about yeah. that? That's a huge deal for Lakerland. <laughs> How about only, that? Only yeah. Lakers fans though would sign LeBron James and then go, Anthony Davis. We finally got the piece we needed. <laughs> and then and then now you hear they want Kemba Walker, and people are like, Yeah, we need that one extra piece. I was like, You have the two best players now. <laughs> Come on. You um, do, but you can't. One player isn't enough anymore, no matter who it is. I guess. You, As we just learned in the finals, by yeah. the way, when you have Steph Curry, that's not enough. Yeah. Um, I, ha- I I hate to uh, be looking at the flip side of this equation, but how, how does but this... But that's who you are. How does this feel for the New Orleans Pelicans? I, I, does this people, feel good? There are a lot of people, I don't really agree with it, but there are a lot of people that think they got the better end of the deal because they have such a future with Ingram and yeah. uh, and Lonzo, who ended up being a pretty serviceable basketball player. Uh, and beyond the uh, they got LeVar, too, right? I was going to say, yeah. that'll they last dad, right? a day until they start talking to Pops <laughs> and over great. there. I mean, uh, they have a great setup there with Holiday and, and obviously... It sounded now, like Zion. a win-win for everybody. Yeah, yeah. good. So and the, the unibrow is coming to town, you guys. Yeah, and the East is decimated. You know, it's mostly a Western conference yeah, now. True. So we'll see what happens for them. All right, what video were you looking for, Ellie? <laughs> I sent it out to you guys. Five minutes ago or before. It's this guy that jumps in the water to save his Frenchie. But <laughs> the way he just launches the dog, it's, I'm sorry. It, I should have kept it off dog? the air. But okay, okay Chip just watched trying to, it. Trying to figure out She's why that needed to laughing. be part of this, what's happening. It didn't at all. He chucks it. He chucks the dog in a very loving way. 
um, out of the water, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about something okay. else. Guys, <laughs> Stranger Things star, Gaten Matarazzo, yeah, he has an upcoming, net, upcoming Netflix series that plans to ruin people's work days, and many people were not happy when they Good found time. out about it. Gaten annoys you? Um, it's called Prank Encounters, and he tweeted a news article announcing the show. It's a new eight-episode Netflix series hosted and executive produced by the 16-year-old. Um, in case you're wondering which one he is on Stranger Things, he's Dustin, the one with the mm-hmm. the teeth and the and curly hair. hair. <laughs> I love him. Um, but it basically is a hidden camera show that tricks unsuspecting workers who believe they're embarking on their first day at a new job into a chaotic orientation. So they think they're starting this new job, things are great, and then it turns into an absolute nightmare. And, and people then are they're like, told, not only is this a bad day, but you don't have a you job. You don't have I a say, job. I say, hold up, wait a minute. It uh, just seems like a bad idea all around. I, that means that someone is excited that they're now employed. Yes. yes. They've been in a weird economy. Yes. Things have been rough on them. They get a gig. Things yes. are turning around. Things are turning around, but then they find out the small kid with the weird teeth from Stranger Things yeah. is pranking them. Yeah. It's so cruel. Hmm. And nothing, it's, well, here's here's devil's advocate on it because I'm sure the next press release will change it up. They're probably going to pay them the the money that job was going to promise them as a temp. I bet you these jobs oh, are going to be what you temp mean. jobs and they'll be, they'll be like, oh, you'll get $8,000 or $15,000 and then they'll end up paying out that number. That has to be. Just because. You would hope that's what it yes. was. Has to be. Um, or it's just a horrible idea and it should never have gone through. And then you're putting this on a 16-year-old because people are now mad at this kid. He's, he's 16. <laughs> he's executive producing it. But a lot of adults had to sign off on that as well. It yeah. just seems all around like a real bad idea. Who's with me? I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Did you hear about this Reynolds rap announcement? They're trying to find somebody, <laughs> you know, in case you get that Google alert from How Reynolds did rap. I miss this? I don't know. I thought you might. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Um, they're lo- trying to find someone to spend two weeks getting paid to travel the country eating barbecue. The company says that the person will be dubbed the chief grilling officer. They're going to receive $10,000 plus some uh, prepaid traveling and living costs. They're going to travel the country for two weeks in August, tasting and savoring barbecue ribs from some of the top barbecue rib cities in the country. I will pay you, Reynolds Rap, to go (laughs) and do that. This is the best gig I've ever heard. The best ever. I would leave the show in a minute. All you have to do is share photos, techniques, and grilling tips on the Reynolds Kitchen website and eat barbecue. Yeah, that does sound pretty sweet. And stay in nice, probably nice hotels and eat barbecue and get paid 10 grand. I would like to suggest that it's the weeks. second best uh, mm-hmm. after the yacht testing job that we yeah, were talking about. Yeah, that one was That was also a good one. <laughs> we're doing it wrong, you guys. We really are. I can't believe I'm Muggs saying. is still in the office. Yeah. Well, is he? Would Austin, Texas be the best barbecue? Is that the capital? That's what um, a lot of people think. I would think so. I Although I, I think uh, St. Louis, Louis is yeah. pretty famous for their barbecue as well. St. Louis is big. If you haven't had Carolina barbecue. Carolina, very I good as well. I don't think you know mm. what you're saying. Mm. And it, you can zip it out there, everyone else in Texas, who's like, what about us? Well, you're good too. <laughs> Plus the South, like just getting into like even Atlanta. There's yeah. real Great good barbecue, barbecue everywhere. We had some uh, Atlanta barbecue. We did. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah, we did. Basically, um, send us all. Yeah, we we'll would post love to do about it. it. That would be great. 
All right, let's get done with this so we can talk about that video off the air that I should have kept <laughs> off the air as well. All right, happy Not only birthday. did you bring it on the air, but uh, you didn't have it available, so you said talk amongst yourselves and while looking for it. Amazing that we then got to talk about Eyebrow Guy, right? <laughs> yes, Eyebrow Guy. So that was your plan. That yeah, was a great totally. Plan. I'm like, like how it. do we work in the Lakers? I like it. I'll pretend to not have a video ready. <laughs> yeah, See? you're pretending. Thank you. <laughs> well done. Happy birthday, Thomas Aiden Church, Bobby Farrelly, Kendrick Lamar, Venus Williams, Barry Manilow, and... Barry Manilow. What a joke. So stupid. And boring as hell. Yeah, no kidding. You couldn't pay me to go to that thing. Just look at all the idiots. All the dumbass Manilow fans. Oh, that's hurtful. Wow. That... <laughs> Cuts you right to the core, doesn't it? Does. it? It's That's also my... a super long clip to be just mean to you. They're my people. Over and yeah. over. And Greg Kinnear. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Allie. Hey, Bean. What's going on? Here's my question that I pose to you. Um, we've talked on the air about how... Shouldn't Tarzan have a beard? We got it. Yes, true. How my mother um, is a nurse. Kevin, your mother, too, is a nurse. Yes. I don't know how you grew up, but for me, I had to be bleeding out of my eyeballs and ears in order to stay home from school because she didn't believe anything. Yeah. She would just be like, you'll be fine. Suck it up. Go to school. Was your, was same, your mother the same? The same way. And okay. also, if you had a problem and you asked her, she'd go, I don't know. Maybe you should go to the doctor. I'm like, you're a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> At least I guess. I don't know the new math. Yeah, I, I get that. Uh, Jensen, how about you? Was your I feel like your mother probably when you wanted to stay home. Oh yeah, I was a bubble boy. Okay. Yeah, she yeah. allowed me to stay home. I was like, <laughs> I, I, I was like, that. I have menstrual cramps. She's like, stay home. <laughs> All right. And Bean, I'm gonna assume you don't remember. Uh, I don't, but mm-hmm. I do know that I almost never missed a day of school my Not entire shocking. twelve years. Of course. Not shocking. All right. Well, when I saw this on Twitter, a woman named Sarah Holiday tweeted. Never forget the time my brother missed the bus and wrote my mom this note. And she posted the note. So this is an extraordinary length to go to so he can convince his mom this is a good reason to stay home. Yes. All right. So he wrote, I missed the bus, underlined. As your son, I regret to inform you that I've missed my means of public transportation. (laughs) I know you must be on a roller coaster of emotions right now, but rest assured, I've decided to stay home. This was a tough decision to make while you were gone for 20 minutes. (laughs) I'm probably in my bed moping about the fact that I can't go to school. So please, don't interrupt me. (laughs) (laughs) If you require any further assistance, please see the pros and cons chart on the backside. He made a pros and cons chart. A pros and cons chart. By the way, I need more information on where she was during that 20 minutes. Right. She's now back home noticing this note from her son while he's in bed. Don't interrupt him. Don't interrupt him. He's Mm -hmm. moping. He doesn't want to be bothered. (laughs) Mom was only out for 20 minutes. She could have run the kid to school if he missed the bus. A lot of of questions need to be answered. Okay. Um, But let's talk about his pros and cons. Okay. Here's a pro for him missing school Mm -hmm. and just taking this day off. It's the first day at home this quarter. Grades will be fine. <laughs> okay. All right. Solid. Answers that one. Solid. I think that that has some legs. Absolutely. Sure. But then here's the thing. He also listed cons, which just in case she brought them up, he already had an answer for. All right. So here's one of his cons. Might become a habit. He put in parentheses, doubtful. <laughs> so just in case she came at him with that. And then his other pro, today was going to be a bad one. Can't get over my hair. 
<laughs> I mean, the kid was having a bad hair He's day. Got We've points. all been there. Yeah. He's got great points. His other con. You have to call the school and tell them I've got polio. <laughs> what is going on? I love this kid, With and as a parent, kid. I would walk into his house and high-five him. And that is exactly what? what the mom wound up tweeting because she, the daughter posted this, never forget the time my brother missed the bus and wrote my mom this note. Mm-hmm. And people underneath were like, well, what happened? Did he go to school? And the mom piped in. She's like, did you see the note? Of course <laughs> not. I'm not sending that kid to school. That celebrate. was excellent. But she also did say it didn't become a habit. That was the one and only time. But I just thought that was so delightful. He put so much more work into that note than he would have put in being at school, at school all day. All day at school. <laughs> and I, I just have to say I love him. And I hope he winds up being um, a politician. Something. I just, I feel like I believe in this man. So, so this man, twenty twenty, kid that missed well, the bus, twenty forty. Yeah, as someone who went home every time I had to poo, uh-huh. uh, I celebrate him, <laughs> and I think he speaks my language. By the way, that's true. I went home every time I had to poo. Yeah, we don't have time to. Just we, you know, we can't unpack that. Get in. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Kevin, we've been doing this show for a long time. We yep. pay attention to the news. Mm-hmm. What have you, uh, if you could sum it up for me, what have you learned about people? In general, uh, they don't make the best decisions, mm-hmm. and sometimes they can make poor decisions. Mm-hmm. Why do you ask? <laughs> I just thought there might be a, a simpler way for you to oh, identify. people are dumb. Ah. Dumb. This uh, particular edition <laughs> is all people in, in automobiles oh. having run-ins with cops. And the first one I would like you guys to guess... Of course, it was a traffic stop in Florida. Uh-huh. Uh, two deputies with the sheriff's office pulled over a vehicle, immediately noticed the passenger had a white powdery substance on his nose. Mm. Very, very typical for Florida. Mm-hmm. 20-year-old Fabricio Tuerez Jimenez told deputies what? The deputies are like, hey, you got, the, you got a little something there. He told them that it uh, it wasn't it wasn't his. Yeah. He, he told them, not my drugs. I don't know what you're talking about. It must be somebody else's. I'm going to say he was cooking, making bread. He told them it wasn't his. Whoa, Bean. <laughs> so they swapped his nose. They're like, dude, you have cocaine in your nose. Right. That doesn't mean it's mine. That doesn't mean I, I put it there. I don't know how it got there. Mm-hmm. Right. Wasn't me. Love That's that. what I would have done. After inspecting the vehicle, the deputy said they found 200 grams of marijuana, 13 Xanax pills, and also a small baggie of cocaine. Oh. Not his. Not his. Not, Not his. his. Yeah. Not. 
the fuzz, man. Next one happened in New Orleans. Uh, delivery truck driver in the French Quarter at 9 a.m. There was attempted carjacking. Uh-oh. The delivery man returned to his truck to find 29-year-old Lorenzo Casso in his truck. The delivery man asked Casso to leave and walked around to the driver's side, and Casso pushed the guy out, and they had a little war for the steering wheel, and the truck owner just reached in and grabbed the keys and then locked him in, and then just called the police and waited. Strong. Oh, <laughs> and the dude was wow. just Strong. sitting in the guy's truck, nothing he could do, till the police got there. Do you at least crack the window and put in a bowl of water? I mean, it can get hot this time of year in New Orleans. I think he probably cared that much about the guy that was trying to carjack him. Okay. Teenager in Canada, 16-year-old, was pulled over by police in Manitoba for driving 106 miles per hour. The police asked him, hey, um, 106, what's the rush? He said, too many hot wings, and I got to find a bathroom. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> right? Yes. You wouldn't let that slide. The cops said no. Sorry, we that's have not a- heard from many people that you tell them you've got a diarrhea issue and the cops, more often than not, will let you go. They, this guy didn't. Maybe he okay. didn't buy it. Maybe okay. the kid was lying and the officer could tell, but right. 106 miles an hour and the cop was having none of it. I don't, I don't, I think that's a great idea. I think that's what I would do too. You would? I, yeah, this weekend I had some issues driving home. I sped the whole way. All I right. Had the goosebumps in my arm and everything. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go, gotta what go. What are you gonna do? Pull me over, we'll meet at my house. <laughs> South Carolina woman was arrested for uh, cruising down the road in a child's toy truck while impaired. Mm-hmm. South Carolina police charged a woman with uh, public intoxication after finding her cruising down the road in a child's motorized toy truck. The arrest of Megan Holman, 25, on the charge of operating a silver Power Wheels truck under the influence of narcotics happened Monday in South Carolina. She was driving a little in the middle of the road. Unbelievable. <laughs> and the last three I have audio from, I did try to find some answers for these, Bean, because I know you need more information on most stories. Always. This, uh, The only other information I could find about this story is that it happened at 10 p.m. A man's expected to survive after Rochester police say he was hit by a car while doing push-ups in the middle of the street. <laughs> okay. I um, couldn't find any more information. That's it. Okay. Why was he doing push-ups in the middle of the street? Don't know. Huh. Just know it was 10 o'clock at night, so there's no way anyone could have seen him. There, you know, uh, we marathoners have a policy, <laughs> which is that sometimes you just have to stretch, man. A 19-year-old Indianapolis man was arrested and charged with reckless driving after he drove the wrong way on the interstate Wednesday afternoon. New at 11, a scary scene on the highway in Hancock County. A car going the wrong way on I-70. The driver continued for several minutes at least. The Hancock County Sheriff's Department tells RTV6 he was not impaired. When an officer questioned the driver, he said he was going the wrong direction. Not impaired. Okay. He told the cop he was going the wrong direction because he was lost. Allie? He could not see the the signs properly. He thought he was in another country. Let, I, I'm gonna go with less traffic. There was less traffic because it was faster. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because right. it was faster. I knew well, that one. Understandable. So maybe there was less traffic going yeah, the other direction. Let him go. The cars were pulling over on yeah. the side just to avoid him. Thank God. And finally, um, you shouldn't text while driving, but this guy takes it to the extreme. Police have a warning for you this afternoon for drivers looking at their phone. This comes after they say a man hit a stopped police cruiser on I-91 because he was searching for an episode of the 90s television sitcom Saved by the Bell while he was driving. (laughs) Very specific. He was 
searching for an episode of Saved by the Bell. As my hero. While Being driving. Wow. He was looking for it on his phone. Yes. Okay. And sideswiped a police car oh, and then just oh, kept man. going. Police say because Kevin Bacon was searching for this episode on his phone. Yes, his name was Kevin Bacon and wow. it's not that one. A lot of details <laughs> that I like here. He wasn't able to see the police cruiser in the breakdown lane. Bacon continued going north, fleeing the scene of the crash. The officer whose cruiser was sideswiped was able to catch Bacon. No one was injured in the crash, and there was minor damage. So don't search for Say by the Bell? Well, I bet you While was, driving? I bet you it was the sleeping pill episode, the I'm so excited, <laughs> caffeine. So yeah, yeah. That's gotta That's be the it. one that he had? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so don't do that. Dumb. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Time for a final look at what's happening here on a Monday morning Kevin and Bean Show. I hope you saved the best for last. Um, well, what's I saved on? the most annoying for last. Okay. So Taylor Swift's new music video dropped this morning, entitled You Need to Calm Down. So no good. shortage of celebrity cameos, Ryan, Ryan Reynolds, RuPaul, cast of Queer Eye, and even her former frenemy, Katy Perry, showed up. <gasps> Who would have thought that that whole thing, like, oh, I'm going to give you cookies, then we're going to pretend like we just made up. Who would think it wasn't authentic? Baby, you're a Hey, Katy Perry. You go, girl. I mean, I think it was authentic. I think the cookies were sent out after they shot this video and, you know, kind of buried the hatchet and became friends again. Oh, they buried the hatchet after they shot the video together? No, I'm saying I'm saying they buried the hatchet last year. No, I'm going to poke holes with- all throughout this because it's so dumb and the reason that it all happened was to promote this video like oh my god and they're even in this video together and everything's great <laughs> enough no i think it would make sense that they shot the video I'm some weeks ago girl. and then flowers and cookies were exchanged after that that made it to social media mm-hmm. i think I, I think it completely makes sense that they were doing that so people would be excited about her being in the video with Taylor Swift, even though they made up years ago, is I what think you're saying. They were, I think they put that up there after, because those were the gifts that were exchanged after they filmed the video. And now the video is out and the timeline makes more sense. So sweet. It's a, so it's very, inauthentic. So it's, full of crap. It's well, very cute, though. I believe everything I see. I should kick media. your ass for wasting my time. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, bad news for Chris Martin and Dakota Johnson. Do you care? I do care. They have reportedly broken up. The Coldplay frontman has been telling friends that their relationship ended last month. A source said there was talk of engagement, but now he says they've gone their separate ways. What which has gone on? Come as a real surprise to everyone. Although not a real surpri- surprise to Bean, because he had no idea that they were still dating. I did not. <laughs> had no idea they were dating. Yeah. So, They've been pretty low-key. Super low-key. Yeah, which I like. Yeah, absolutely. They were initially linked uh, in January of last year when they were spotted together at a fashion show. And then, like, random paparazzi would get pictures every now and then. And then Gwyneth Paltrow tweeted a picture of her um, with Dakota Johnson at some... I don't know if it was a dinner or what it was. But it seemed like they had a kind of a, a nice low-key thing going. So that's a bummer. Hmm. So there you how go. will how will Chris ever find love again, mm-hmm. or her? Yeah, both uh, disgusting, disgusting people. Not talented at all. Homely, even <laughs> yes, yeah. I think they're both going to be just fine, you guys. 
I don't know if you saw the video of Adele going backstage to meet the Spice Girls after their final show on Saturday, but it is something. She admitted that seeing them was a very emotional experience. She wrote, The last time I saw the Spice Girls at Wembley was 21 years ago. Tonight, with my nearest and dearest, I cried, laughed, screamed, danced, reminisced, and fell back in love with my 10-year-old self. It's no secret how much I love them and how much they inspired me to run for my life and never look back. I finally got to meet Ginger. I got drunk with the girls, and quite frankly, I can't believe how far I've come. I mean, who would you rather drink with than Adele? <laughs> and then Adele at a Spice Girl show. That just sounds like fun, you guys. She fangirled out. Yeah, she did. She did. She's been a huge fan of them forever, which is kind of fun when you see someone of of Adele's caliber. Sure. Fangirling. I enjoy that. Well, bad news for you tick watchers. I'm the, sorry? The tick creator, uh, Ben Edlund, delivered a dose of bad news to fans over the weekend. Despite shopping around the canceled Amazon series, there are no takers. Rejected! So, he said, hashtag save the tick and hashtag Luna tick army. I'm sorry we could not reward your glorious support with better news. Not even close! I'm so proud of the show, of the cast, crew, writers, and so warmed by the fans. However... I love it! He did say, we will look for other opportunities to continue this story with the cast, but the current series, I'm afraid, comes to its end. Although, he urged fans to stay positive because, quote, the tick always comes back. So, except not this time. Except yeah, really, except this time. Except this time <laughs> really. Final this word. Specific time. No <laughs> Isn't it odd that he went through the whole thing? Listen, shopping <laughs> around, no, no takers, it's not it. coming back. No. But stay positive. It always comes back. Because the tick always comes back. Ooh. Bella Thorne fighting back against her alleged hacker. The former Disney star shared some new photos of herself on Twitter on Saturday, explaining she was trying to take back power after she was allegedly threatened with them. I support this. She said, <laughs> you're gross. She said, for the last 24 hours, I've been threatened with my own nudes. I feel gross. I feel watched. I feel someone has taken something from me that I only wanted one special person to see. For too long, I let a man take advantage of me over and over, and I'm effing sick of it. I'm putting this out because it's my decision. Now you don't get to take yet another thing from me. I can sleep better knowing I took my power back. You can't control my life. You never will. So she posted the photos that this dude was saying, I'm going to release. She's like, here they are. Me like it. Good for her. Very brave. It's... I encourage all female celebrities to do the same. <laughs> Every take the power the back. back. Every Father's Day. Mm. Take the power back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's your body. Be proud of it. Yeah, you know, she was she was forced to do that because some dude was threatening her to release them. And she got out from under the under the thumb of that potential person who was gonna mm-hmm. gonna blackmail her. Mm-hmm. And she uh, created her own narrative. And uh-huh. I think we need to support her and all women for that. All hot women for that. I'm sorry. I'm glad, all you, I'm glad you changed that. <laughs> you said all women first. <laughs> you are the worst. All women, right? Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, all women. You truly are the worst, though. You know that. So vacations coming up, you guys. Mm-hmm. You guys post vacation photos? Not really. Um, sometimes I do. If, I, if mm-hmm. I'm someplace I think is interesting, sure. I usually wait till I'm home. Okay, so people don't know you're on vacation? Yes. Okay. Well, it turns out that posting more than eight vacation photos on social media is seen as spamming. This yes, is according... I would, ne- I would never do that. ...to a new survey. The poll of 2,000 Instagram users found that 
Rather than enjoying their friends' travel snaps, followers are more likely to be annoyed by the number of pictures. Two-thirds think that seeing too many of someone else's vacation leaves them feeling like they're missing out. So FOMO, if your friends, mm. you know, posting pictures of their fun time in Spain. However, the research did reveal that 54% do like to see their friends' vacation photos, with these photos getting the most engagement on Instagram, even more popular than pictures of pets and group shots with what? friends. Did you say more popular more pets? than pets? Than pictures of your pets Nothing and group is. shots what? than with friends. Listen, I'm just reading what this wow. story says. By the way, New York named the best city for taking Instagram-worthy shots, followed by Paris and Rome. Jensen, you are very stingy with brunch photos. Yeah, I, I pick and choose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's right. I think we'd all like to see more of your dog. I feel like it's a like an attraction. I gotta you gotta build up the <laughs> desire. Okay, and okay. then you gotta hit him hard. Yeah, okay. make but, people like want more. Yeah, yeah. If, if I just put it out there though, no one wants to see your dumb kid. Okay. Well, we, as you know, we've made a decision most likely to not post pictures of mm-hmm. the child on our okay. social media. Or so anywhere. more brunch, less uh, Jensen Jr. Yes, but I've there not will seen be any Jensen Jr. Yeah, not, You're already complaining about it. Not I'm just trying to get ahead of it. He has not been, ahead of it. He has not dropped it. Uh, but I think we'll put out one picture of Jensen Jr. Mm-hmm. and that's it. That's it. All but right. you'll put like an emoji over. No, his I think face. one for real. One real picture. Yeah, because the whole will theory. There's a theory behind it. Yeah. Okay. Well, then the, once there's a picture, people yeah, then will, no one wants to go take okay. pictures of her when she's at the bank or whatever. Will you get paid for that picture? No, I don't think so. What we'll if you got herself. paid for that picture? Yeah, put it right into the college, college fund for the little Bambino. Yeah, because we are going to pay his not, way to SC. Yeah, he's yeah. not play, paying uh, <laughs> NFL. Yeah. We found that out. Yeah. No. What I mean, if he wants to go to a school with less scandal, though? Will you give him the option? No, I want him to be pretty scandal. Scandled okay. up. Mm-hmm. Scandled up. <laughs> I wanted want to be scandled. I mean, there are other schools you could send him to that OJ didn't go to. Yeah, I know. I think he's going to SC. Okay. Same hmm. as me. Same as his pops. I mean, we don't know that for sure, but... <laughs> you can say you went to any school. I've argued this. No, I just meant that you're the dad. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Have you already paid off the guy to make sure that uh, that he gets in? The, the guy? Yeah, oh, you know to get guy. into USC? Yeah, the guy you got to pay, right? Yeah, I'm looking into it. Okay, good. <laughs> can cost a lot. That's all I know. Baby, so baby, look. it's coming next month. I feel like we can slow down. No, I got to get in front. I did ask. Get in front of it? I did ask yeah. our doctor. She was like bringing up things and I said to her, I go, when do we start looking at schools? And she was like, calm down. God, what <laughs> but a I, weirdo. But I remember people saying that you had to like, I, I don't know why I remember that. I remember friends being like, oh, we had to start looking into schools as soon as he was born. Like preschools? Yeah, like like yeah, like pre-K or whatever. Okay, you're insane. I know. I looked nuts. Seems at the doctor. ridiculous. Yeah. 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 Are you allowed back? Did she? No, say- I can't go. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. When she's in the birth, I'll be at home. I'll be All on right. the phone waiting. Okay. All right. Well, that's only right. Sad little look, wasn't it? It should be a lot of fun. <laughs> Some birthdays for you: Kendrick Lamar, Thomas Hayden Church, Bobby Fairley, Will Forte, Venus Williams, Greg Kinnear, and Barry Manilow. Hi, Barry. I'm a fan of Low. Happy birthday, buddy. Wow. Super creepy. <laughs> wow, that was sad. That was really sad. It was so sad. Wow. Ooh, that's what's happening. I'm not sure I can recover from that. He's so, like 74 or something today, by the way. He's still going strong. Just starting a new Broadway residency. Mm-hmm. God does not slow down. Oh, going oh out. no, we're cutting. Oh, so you're cutting now. again. Late what? in the show, too. Oh, what I made yeah. a show. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. This is sad. Losing the feed. Oh. 
Thanks, Allie, on your drive home today. Let's do a commercial-free 5 p.m. hour, a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers tomorrow morning on the Kevin and Bean Show. The Impossible Burger is going to destroy the world. Mm-hmm. <gasps> really? Well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tool of Satan, Kevin. Correct. It's turning us all into soulless beings. The fecal transplant is a, is a means of death now. Who knew? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. We were all happy. I mean, we weren't happy about it, but, I mean, we reported on it. Uh, Bean's a runner. <laughs> Bean... Runs. I mean, I did run. I ran yesterday. So you're, the first, plan, you're planning on running, ever? running today again? I, I think I'm going to run some more today. Yeah. In preparation for you running the marathon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure. And <laughs> the backing out begins <laughs> uh, so quickly. Maybe. maybe. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. see. And uh, comedian Jonah Ray tomorrow as well. Kevin and Bean on K Rock. K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.